I'm going to go ahead and call out that we can't afford not to record. Let's sound effects to get us started. You know what? I, I don't have any sound effects to get us started. <laughs> but I, I'm going to try something, and I really wish I had tried it before we got going, is I've got old school board meetings. Hey. Uh, so the school board meetings in Franklin County Public Schools, they got real cantankerous in, 20, in 19, 2018. Oh, wow. When we were going after the Confederate flag. Uh-huh. But we weren't recording school board meetings at the time. School board meetings in Franklin County didn't start getting recorded until 2020 as part of the COVID procedures. Really? Yes. So right now, the school system has posted all the old school board meetings. Mm-hmm. And I went through and listened to the oldest we, we could, which is the 2020-2021s. And the 2020 meetings are, are interesting because at first it's kind of just the board in their separate locations and then kind of all together, but still separate and tech services. Like this is early in the pandemic. They haven't figured nothing out. Hmm. And since they haven't figured anything out, a lot of the sound is just bad. Okay. So so I'm skipping all those. None of those will come into play. Oh, so no. So we're not going to get any content from the. So where, where are we starting then? So if we're starting, I'll take a look at my notes. Um, the March 8th school board meetings, first time that the parents came in and actually asked for something. It's not a lot of exciting March stuff. March 8th, then. 2020. 2020. So this is the beginning of COVID. This is we've gotten used to COVID because these parents in March uh-huh. are asking for the schools to be opened back up. OK. Yeah, I was going to say I. I want to say I was uh, that's when they sent, started sending us home. No, I don't think no, we we, sent, we'd have been we'd home. Have, we'd have been home for a while. You all might have. Yes. Yeah. OK. Yeah, you're right. I, I was sent home. I, I knew I was at home in April. March wasn't. And in fact, we were starting to get back to like partial schedules. We weren't quite back full time. What's this playing in the background? So right this here? is this is just the school board meeting kind of opening up. This is one of those. Um, it's, a, it's an ad before okay. the, the school board what? meeting. We got ads on the we school got board ads meetings before the school board meeting. Who's getting those checks? YouTube. <laughs> YouTube getting that money. And so, the uh, I wasn't necessarily going to play all of them. I'll, I'll I'll go back through at the end and I'll, I'll cut the names. Okay. So of everybody. You're, just, for you're, some you're not going to play the whole school board. You're just going to play the uh, just the three the, minute the public comment conversation segment. Yeah. Yes. And I'm about to take off my jacket. So if you all hear that noise in the background, I got a windbreaker on because I'm riding a bike. <laughs> I don't want to be moving around. You hear that in the background. So it's just going to make all the noises. Yep. Okay. Sorry about that. Drop my stogie. It's all right. Got me a beer, got me a cigar. Let's listen to some <laughs> some school board comments. Listen to some school board comments. All right. And so in the March 8th meeting, I had we had it was uh, the big thing was open the schools. One of the pastors came in and spoke mm-hmm. about Franklin County Public Schools um, wanting to use the auditorium, not the auditorium, but the football field to hold a, a church service because um, because of COVID, they couldn't meet in their own buildings. It was an open space. Mm-hmm. And there were, um, <clears throat> not requirements, but essentially if you, 
religious services were allowed if there were disasters that damaged the church, they could use the schools. And so he was saying, well, this is COVID. This is a disaster. We'd like to use the schools. Now, at this time, what was your church doing? We moved outside. So you all were still having service. Yes. But it was, uh, uh, I guess, broadcasted. Broadcast. So, well, and yeah, pretty much. So we kind of set up a. We set up a, um, a tent that the pastor would go under and the cars would kind of drive around them or people would get out of their cars and sit down and we would watch it from there. OK. You all adapted. We adapted. Yeah. OK. And I, I got to say, my brother-in-law, who's also a member of our church, a kind of the main adapting person, he got us a FM speaker pretty quick. We didn't have a, We didn't have a transmitter at first. OK. All he did at first was bring the speakers outside and he would speak and we would kind of hear it out. OK. Mm-hmm. This is also the meeting that um, Ray Board is mentioned after his passing. And I really miss seeing Ray Board yeah. walking around downtown Franklin County. Um, great guy. Great guy. Yeah. Um, I remember he was there when I was a senior. Uh, I felt like he would overlook a lot of stuff. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, I know uh, at one point, this was before my dad had gotten there. Our father had gotten, become an administrator at the high school. Uh, where he would kind of monitor the parking lot mm-hmm. for seniors kind of <laughs> leaving the school camp premises. And he would let me leave during lunchtime. You know? Oh, well, they can't do <laughs> nothing to I would now. say, okay, he, he wouldn't he wouldn't <laughs> let me leave. I just feel like he overlooked me leaving and, and allowed me to come back. Good evening. Thank you for your attention. But, uh, My wife and I are proud and parents of Let's a Franklin listen. County high school student as well as a recent graduate. Um, now that Virginia has vaccinated every teacher who wants the vaccine or is close to achieving this, it is time to let them fulfill their calling by reopening schools for full-time in-person learning. Uh, from what I understand, this is the Council of the CDC and the American Federation of Teachers. Back in February, said the vaccination, even then, was not a precondition for schools to reopen, as evidence now shows very few infections occur on school campuses. If teachers and children are safe at elementary schools and at Ben Franklin, they can be safe with measures at the high school. And today, the CDC released updated guidelines that make it clear that vaccinated people are at negligible risk even when they mingle with unvaccinated people. In contrast, the dangers of remaining closed or on halftime in-person learning are becoming increasingly apparent. One pediatrician quoted in the New York Times said the mental health crisis caused by a school closing will be a worse pandemic than COVID. I'm watching this crisis firsthand in my own household. My child's experiencing learning loss on what we consider to be a punishing scale. And Dr. Cobbs, your compassion towards Stephen when you were principal at Ben Franklin uh, helped convert him from a reluctant student into an energetic one. Um, And that's why it pains me to see him struggling now with virtual learning, as so many kids do. He does not have his algebra teacher walking him through polynomials when he has a problem. He does not have the collaborative energy of his English class discussing a great book. In my opinion, this is not school. This is a shadow of what school should be. And to continue this for more than a year, as we've been doing, is nothing short of failing the children of Franklin County. The responsibility for this learning loss and mental toll on our children does not rest with the teachers. They have done the best with what they have, and according to my son, most want the kids back in the classroom full time. The majority of parents do too, and we ask that you listen to our voices. If the voices of the parents and teachers, many of whom are shamefully pressured into concealing their opinions, if our voices do not move you, what is that saying to us? 
Are you telling us to change school districts, as other parents that I know already have? Rona County has voted to go four days a week for the rest of the year. Private schools are doing five, and there have been no significant outbreaks at any of the private schools in the area. They trust the science, and they are doing fine. 100% virtual school should remain an option for those families who want it. For the rest of us who do not have the privilege of being at the head of the line for the vaccine, we ask you to trust us to manage our own risk. We're already doing that every day. We don't wish to be condescended to or accused of not caring. I'm sorry. We care I'm about sorry. our teachers. Thank I'm you sorry. very much. Okay, I think we can pause there. <clears throat> now, just to get a time frame, how long had school been out? Oh, you know what? I, <clears throat> I that's a good question. Because uh, I, I, I can't tell. Like, if this was beginning of COVID, I was still kind of nervous about sending my kids back to school because you know that's when we're getting all this. These numbers of, of, you know, major cities that are having, you know, overrun hospitals. I think even at that time, our hospitals were overrun with COVID patients. Our hospital has a total of 95 beds. Mm -hmm. We have five uh, emergency room beds. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't it just didn't take a lot to overrun our hospital, period. Mm -hmm. Let's see. So January 9th is when we knew that there was a, a coronavirus announced. January 20th, first case. Uh, let's see. You know what? I don't have I don't have the date for when the first when the, when that two week lockdown was called, but I want to say this has been about a year. If, I, I feel like it was March. Mm. We hadn't we hadn't been in school long, and so we, we're coming on to a year. And so I, you, things move very fast mm -hmm. now that I'm looking back on it. The fact that we're almost just a year in, we've got this vaccine. Uh, we did a full year of COVID education and now we're at a point where I think we'd returned partially. And so now they're asking us to come back, just open open it wide up and send us back into school. Mm -hmm. Now um did your kids get sent home any due to uh exposure? No. Now I will say our our my middle child got sent home twice. I think it was it was like 14 days a pop. Maybe maybe that, that's too many. No, that's about right. It was either was seven it? or 14. I think yeah, you're right. It, but I feel like it, it did twice. Like, hey, somebody in your, your class, one of your classes tested positive. Anybody who was exposed, you're out for 14 days. And it happened to her twice. Mm. Um, and this was in, was this seventh grade, sixth or seventh grade? Our children the same age. So I'm kind of leaning on you. It, man, it feels like a blur. It really felt like mm -hmm. more time in COVID than actually happened. Like they, 2020 felt like three years on its own mm -hmm. somehow. Uh, maybe because we got those first few months of just regular 2020. And then, then the world just went nuts and we, we closed out the year. Strange. And then we had that summer kind of uprising. Mm -hmm. But you said this was March. March. To me, this seems like this was the beginning. I don't feel it because COVID hit 2020, right? This is 2021. Okay, 20. Okay, now so we we've been okay, recording. Now it makes sense. Now okay, 
Okay. And I might have said 2020. Mm-hmm. So that's probably that probably is where the confusion is getting. So they're asking for the, the schools to be opened back up. Okay. And the the teachers are weird. Because mm-hmm. most of the teachers are like, let's go back to school. The really vocal te- the people who didn't want to go back were very vocal. Mm-hmm. The rest of us were um I think we just didn't know. Like yeah. we were like, whatever everyone else chooses, we'll do. Like we don't we're not not particularly helpful. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those were the only two camps we really had in public education is the people that were like, don't open it up. This is too dangerous. This is a mass of people. You can get people sick. And then we had the rest of them going, eh, y- y'all figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I think I was, my family, we were, we were one of the, eh, you know, when they're ready, they'll, they'll start school. They'll start school. Hopefully they won't uh, make their decision based on people at school board meetings. <laughs> <laughs> Who will I, I will say um, I don't feel like he represented the majority of the people that I know. So the majority <clears throat> of the people you know weren't saying get them back in school. No. Okay. And I, I think that uh, partially because uh, <clears throat> in our circle we run with a bunch of educators. Yeah. Um, and I think with my wife and I, we were in a, a position where. We were okay. Um, yeah. We're spending yeah. more time with our kids. Yeah. Uh, Your house is big enough to get away from everybody. Yeah. Uh, and and I'll say the school system did an excellent job with um, uh, power school and, uh, yeah. you know, notifications. Um, so, you know, I'd get a notification. Hey, your assignment's late. I'm on it. <laughs> and I think to this day, because of what we went through with, with uh, my middle child, and my oldest, mm-hmm. where I was getting those notifications, they get their assignments done before because they know you. They, they know, know that I know it. that I have access to. It. <clears throat> you got so a I chance really to, build have to check it anymore. Uh, well, and and I will say this: these don't didn't get cantankerous at first. So we've got this one. The next person that kind of speaks up. Mm-hmm. is a pastor of a church asking to use a facility. I'm going to increase the speed on these just a little bit uh, to one and a half. I don't mind listening to the chipmunks. Franklin County and our school system, like especially in these uh, challenging days of a pandemic. And I also want to thank you for they, the opportunity to speak about an important item on your agenda my, tonight. On your agenda for tonight is a request to allow Franklin Heights Church to hold our Easter service kick, at the Franklin County High School football stadium. I want to be sure and thank Dr. Cobbs and Mr. Crutchfield for meeting with me and explaining the board policy concerning use of the school facilities. They're both very kind and respectful, and I'm very appreciative of their leadership and service. As you are aware, there is a provision in the board policy concerning the use of school facilities by churches, which under your policy is not permitted. But the policy states that the school board may waive this provision in the event a church is destroyed by fire, flood, and so forth. I'd like to ask the board to waive the provision and allow the use of the the facility since we are still in a pandemic and under a state of emergency as we all battle the coronavirus. I believe allowing Franklin Heights to use the facility would be consistent with your policy based on the circumstances we are in because of the pandemic. Our church has tried to follow the mandates from the state leadership, especially the mandate to social distance. uh, Franklin Heights loves this community and we've always wanted to be a part of the solution to the crisis rather than part of the problem. As we continue to follow those guidelines, it will be impossible for all of our members to be together to celebrate Easter which is the most significant day on the Christian calendar. Use of the football football stadium would allow our church to worship together on Easter, which would be a great encouragement emotionally, mentally, and spiritually to a number of people in our community. So, As my information you stated, the staff and volunteers of Franklin Heights Church will be ready to set up, clean up, and take care of all the issues so there will be no impact on school staff or personnel. 
But these Please note this will be a one-time use of the facility. Facilities. I want Whatever, you to know that we value being good stewards of what is provided and will be committed to caring for the facility with respect. I hope you'll be in agreement to allow Franklin Heights to use the facility on April the 4th based on the authority you have in waiving the provision of the policy. Thank you for your consideration this matter. Auditorium. Thank you. And paying for a janitor mm-hmm. is, is some what some of the rules used to be. Anybody who wants to do it can can have those uh, yeah. options. I think that's where I'd be okay. It, it is, um, but it's like the Ku Klux Klan was like, "Hey, we want to rent your auditorium." You had to be I'd like, like to thank ahead. the school board for their I work mean, during this pandemic. This also Every stakeholder notes. in this scourge has been pushed far outside our comfort zones, and I can it only is. hope that the end is uh, much closer than the beginning. Then we've had a tough year. Admins, you know, teachers, students, with, parents, uh, protesters. we have all yeah. operated in a zone of discomfort but that's what that was unimaginable at this time school, last year. You don't want and yet we have persevered, worked through the issues and disagreements, and are ready for a return to normal. <laughs> My high school senior has done the best job that he enough. could have done, given the climate we are in. Okay. But that climate has changed for the better. That, and the students like him deserve to finish this year in school full time. I don't using it. Um, but also, like we said, I don't think that we should limit who can use it. Yeah, and if I almost, the Ku Klux Klan decides that they want to hold a meeting there, I'm fine with that. Um, I'm also fine with people meeting them there with uh, signs protesting. And see that as as an administrator, mm-hmm. I don't want no heat. Like, Why would you get any heat? Because I'm still responsible for what happens at that building. So if folks show up to protest, I got to make sure like somebody has heat stroke. The newspaper is going to say person fell out from heat stroke at a Klan rally <laughs> <laughs> at, you know, your high school and, and it's going to be your name and your picture. Uh, okay. So, I, all right, you know, yeah. now you're out like calling emergency services to make sure that there's enough water for the Klan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it gets even worse. Local administrator provides <laughs> refreshments to cl- local Klan. Well, at that point, probably be like CPR, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and they got you in the newspaper. <laughs> so Provide them with charcuterie. Not, not having to deal with any of it is kind of the goal, I think, of most administrators. Okay. Because there's enough Monday through Friday, 745 to 330 to deal with. Mm-hmm. And if you can limit everything else, it gets a little easier. Um, but we should have spaces for public square. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, I, I don't disagree with the fact that the Klan should have an ability to go out and speak and promote whatever they want to promote. Just not on school ground. If, so, well, if it's not my school, I also don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if somebody else is running the school. But you but you also, you're putting on your administrator hat. Putting on my administrator hat, I don't want any smoke. Okay. I just right. want the easiest so way possible. No to everybody. <laughs> no okay. to everybody okay. would be the easiest way. And so this is another parent. My comments in. and questions to the board tonight He's are about when we return to normal. The school. Obviously, this is a once the in a century interesting event. Part is the Spanish flu of 1918 was the, the last time our country people, had to deal with a health crisis as large as this. The next person that spins the clock forward and here we are three years later. How do we move forward? Say, My do we let fear hold us back? Do we hamstring so the future of hundreds of our local high school kids because of the incessant negative news cycle that fuels this fear? This is the time for cold hard facts, not speculation, not histrionics, not what someone posted on Facebook. The latest statistic from the Centers for Disease Control states that the daily instance rate for COVID-19 in Franklin County is 8.0 per 100,000. Basically, what this translates is there are five people who are positive for COVID in Franklin County. School-age kids in a county of 56,042 people have attended these meetings. This works out to a positivity rate within the population of the county of 0.0089%. I've heard from the mouths of the members of the board, some members of the board, that the teachers never signed up to work during a pandemic. I would ask the board to identify exactly who did sign up for that duty. 
I'm a firefighter paramedic who works for the Franklin County Department of Public Safety. I can assure you, so I never now, signed up to work for the This is the first time that there's also any grocery store clerk, fast food worker, gas station employee, teachers. nurse, or doctor. So, I've cared for many COVID positive uh, patients in their homes in the back of my ambulance. One of the things and I never thought of opting out of my job. I worked with this. Some disease. of the teachers are saying I chose to work within the fabric of our society and find a workable solution that keeps the county moving forward. And his statement is, well, nobody's going to be absolutely anything. But a once in a lifetime health crisis calls for leaders now, not those who shirk responsibility and hope for sunny skies and fair winds tomorrow. I urge you to bring our high school students back to school full time. If not now, then when? The board can't keep kicking the can down the road while our students continue to suffer. As Mr. Ching said, life carries risks, and we manage risk every day of our lives. I'm sorry, time to King Thank is you. Thank you. quoting. Oh, I don't know. Let me run him back a little bit. <laughs> Let me run this man back. Two people, five. This works out to a positivity rate within the population of the county of 0.0089%. I've heard from the mouths of the members of the board, some members of the board, that the teachers never signed up to work during a pandemic. I would ask the board to identify exactly who did sign up for that duty. I'm a firefighter paramedic who works for the Franklin County Department of Public Safety. I can assure you, I never signed up to work during a pandemic, nor did any grocery store clerk, fast food worker, gas station employee, nurse, or doctor. I've cared for many COVID positive patients in their homes in the back of my ambulance, and I never thought of opting out of my job. I worked with this disease. I chose to work within the fabric of our society and find a workable solution that keeps the county moving forward. Did I put myself at risk? Absolutely. But a once in a lifetime health crisis calls for leaders now, not those who shirk responsibility and hope for sunny skies and fair winds tomorrow. I urge you to bring our high school students back to school full time. If not now, then when? The board can't keep kicking the can down the road while our students continue to suffer. As Mr. Ching said, life carries risks, and we manage risk every day of our lives. I'm sorry, time is up. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Um, he did sign up for those duties. I'm sorry. He's a first responder. So he knew people were going to be sick. Yes. <laughs> he, he, that, yeah. And for the most part, we send kids home when they're sick. Mm -hmm. Good evening. Um, I come today to speak on behalf of some of the students at the high school, the ones that want to be back in school. Um, I reviewed the PowerPoint proposal we presented today, and I come to ask you to please weigh the pros and cons and get the Franklin County High School students back in school, just like the rest of our county students and just like our neighboring counties are starting to do now. I commend you on the plan in which certain seniors were identified as needing to be in school for academic reasons and at risk of not graduating. They definitely need the benefits in-person teaching provides. However, there are many more students who are suffering in ways other than academically. I'm aware of many strong academic students who are now taking antidepressants and seeing counselors at age 17 to manage depression. And those are students who have good support at home. I can't imagine those young adults who do not have a robust support system at home. What are they feeling? How are they managing depression of being socially isolated? Uh, for a minute of time, I, I was gonna quote some of the things from the Department of Education about uh, the mitigation strategies you guys have to do, um, and the guidelines are there. Um, and as local school and health leaders evaluate and adjust their offerings, you have to carefully balance the risk associated with operating during a pandemic and the long-term effects on students not attending school in person. Um, you guys have done an amazing job at doing the mitigation strategies. Um, deep cleaning, mask wearing by staff and students, air purifiers in needed classrooms, COVID vaccine offered to teachers, second doses completed, dividers on the desks. Um, they really and so the only suggested strategy job. that mm -hmm. I see that's, that has been presented before is the, the inability for the distancing at the high school. Per VDH, the wording says to try to do the, the distancing to the greatest extent possible. The American Academy of Pediatric recommends if you're having to do less than three feet, that all students wear masks and they do not have symptoms of illness. Once again, this is being done. Everyone, when they step on campus, their temperature is checked. Everyone is wearing a mask. So everything possible to live with this virus is now being done. The high school is crowded. That's not new. That was how it was when I was there a few years ago. Um, but you know, building a second that high school, that's not gonna happen problem. overnight. And saying the high school is gonna forever remain hybrid, that's not a viable option either. Hundreds of students will be negatively impacted by this. As was stated before, the rate's down. We're descending. We're in 58 days now on a downward trend. Um, it's time to get these students back to school immediately. Crowded. Don't wait till the next nine weeks. Let's do this immediately. Let them go back. Plans should already be in place for this. I know as, as I had to have plans, I'm sure the schools had to have plans too. How you function at 25%, how you function at 50%, how will you function in all these different scenarios? So let the high school students return to school. Let them smile Sorry, again. Thank you. Thank you. So was this person uh, a parent? Stockton, do we have any other I would comments? say no, just because of the fact that she mentioned it. Review and consider approval of the agenda. 
She was just there a few years ago. Oh, so is in her case just graduated? Yes. All right. <clears throat> and that, that's an entire that's an entire public speaking segment. This is March eighth, twenty twenty one. The next meeting that has a sound worth listening to. May 8th. And these are a little bit out of order. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Give me a blanket and a space for my head. When time descends like an old stage curtain on the back of my eyelids, I'll be in a place instead. No. 